When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Snarls in logistics and cool weather slow China's tea harvest. The crisis in Sri Lanka worsens. And a Shizuoka hand-rolled tea brings a record 1.96 million yen at auction. Plus, founder Jane Pettigrew describes the remarkable evolution of the UK Tea Academy into an innovative global tea education resource that has emerged from the chaos of COVID-19. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Elliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Tea quality is exceptional in China, and growers report a steady increase in prices as the harvest progresses. But COVID restrictions in 45 cities and several provinces curtailed retail sales of early season tea, and delayed deliveries of online orders. Quote, Logistics plays an important role in the purchase and sale of spring tea, according to the China Tea Circulation Association. For e-commerce, even if the buyer and the seller have made a deal online, it still cannot be delivered to consumers quickly and in time due to logistics constraints And the missed fresh date directly affects the consumer experience, writes CTCA. Andrew McNeil at Seven Cups Fine Chinese Tea in Tucson, Arizona, writes that, quote, the lockdowns in China this year are posing a bigger disruption to harvest and delivery than spring 2020. Quote, unlike 2020, where the lockdowns had started earlier in the year, 2022's lockdown struck right when early spring tea was hitting the market. Particularly tough for exporters is that the lockdowns came to transportation hubs first, Hong Kong, Shenzhen, Shanghai, and it now appears to be starting in Guangzhou, too. Even in places where lockdowns are lifted, like Shenzhen, there's still congestion and ongoing delay for sea and air freight, writes McNeil. CTCA reports that cold weather in mid-March 
delayed plucking in Zhejiang, Hunan, and Hubei, where daily average temperatures varied by ne nearly 20 degrees Celsius. Quote, as the temperature rises, spring tea all over the country has entered the picking period one after another. However, due to the unstable temperature and large temperature difference, the germination of tea trees has been affected and the mining is generally delayed compared with previous years. End quote. In March, the epidemic spread across the country. Since it coincides with the peak season of tea gardens in various places, it affects the production of string tea to a certain extent, according to CTCA. Trucks haul three-quarters of the total freight in China, according to China's Ministry of Transport. In March, quarantines imposed on truckers led to an 11% decline in freight in Guangdong, Shangxi, and Shanghai. Tea producers who rely on seasonal labors from other provinces are especially unnerved to see the lockdown spread. In Anji County, some growers release their workers early to avoid the potentially devastating situation where they are housing and paying a workforce that could neither work nor return home. China is the world's largest tea-producing country by far, harvesting 3.2 billion kilos in 2021, up from 2.97 billion kilos of tea in 2020. Tea exports total 2 billion annually. Business Insight There's not much exporters can do about delays. The most visible cost is transportation both within China and a doubling of international freight costs. Consumers by now are accustomed to longer wait times and unexpected delays. During spring 2020, China eased restrictions as infections rapidly decline. Quote, now, with many in North America reacting to Omicron BA2 with a fatigue shrug, it can be a bit of a mental whiplash to hear about new and severe lockdowns elsewhere and their impact on trade. Keeping customers informed of what's happening in China is now that much more important, end quote, says Andrew McNeil. The crisis in Sri Lanka worsens. Inflation has reached record highs. Electrical power is rationed to 12 hours. Food, fuel, and pharmaceuticals are in short supply. Trade on the Colombo Stock Exchange was halted this week after the central bank raised interest rates to 14.5%. Violent protests have led to fatalities and clashes with police. Thousands of workers camping outside the president's office for the past 10 days were joined by star athletes and celebrities as social media coverage is suppressed. Residents are begging expatriates to send home cash as the nation grapples with the worst economic crisis since declaring independence in 1948. Tea growers face increasing absenteeism, limited hours to operate their factories, and unreliable delivery of diesel. It's a massive problem, said one garden owner whose factory exports globally. Financial difficulties are hampering routine operations. Quote, for example, 
I forward bought another container of packing material direct from the manufacturer as our Sri Lanka suppliers can't raise letters of credit and thus can't get product into the country, he said. Tourism, once a shining light, is dimming. Tourism contributes 12% to the country's gross domestic product and is an important source of foreign dollars. Malik J. Fernando, Managing Director of Resplendent Ceylon and the Director of the Dilma Ceylon Tea Company, told the Khalid Times that, quote, tourism is critical to our economic recovery and every section of society is keenly aware of this and supportive to the cause. Tourism is resilient, he said, because most of our hotels are small boutique properties, many owner-managed, offering a genuine connection to the country and its people. We have a close link with nature and our environment, which in turn has allowed us to value, respect, and work towards protecting and preserving our national resources, end quote. A financial bailout by the International Monetary Fund will include conditions. Defaulting on a $25 billion loan will downgrade the country's credit, but Sri Lanka has nowhere else to turn. The country sought debt relief from China and India, but both countries offered only to extend credit lines in trade for commodities. Reform seems inevitable as 42 members of parliament abandoned the ruling party to sit as independents, and the government is now attempting to revoke extraordinary powers granted the presidency. Business Insight Indian tea exporters are optimistic that orthodox production will be sufficient to close the gaps caused by an expected Sri Lankan shortfall of at least 20 to 30 million kilos. Sri Lanka is the world's largest supplier of orthodox black tea. Salon tea is a mainstay in Turkey, Iran, Iraq, the Russian Federation, and popular in the U.S., Canada, and China. India produces an average of 120 million kilos of orthodox tea, a total that will increase in 2022, given the rare opportunity to wrest away market share. In 2019, Sri Lanka earned $167 million from exports of Orthodox tea to Turkey, $132 million from tea exports to Russia, $104 million selling to Iraq, along with $75 million from Iran and $55 million from China. Shaving only 10% from these totals will bring India $50 million in new sales. A kilo of hand-rolled Samadori green from Shizuoka, Japan, brought a record 1.96 million yen at auction this week. The sum, about $15,500, was nearly double the previous record of 1.08 million yen set in 2021, according to the Kyoto News. The tea was grown in Fujinomiya, and sold at the inaugural 2022 Shizuoka Japanese Tea Market Auction. Trading volume was strong at 1,732 kilos. It sold for an average 5,027 yen, about $40 per kilo in U.S. 
Japan is experiencing a good spring harvest as cooler weather improved quality. Late April is the peak of the season for hand-rolled green teas. Teas from Kagoshima were also auctioned at good prices, as well as some Okinawa tea. Arbinda and Antheraman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending April 16, 2022. Exports to Russia have resumed and five containers of tea were shipped this week. However, exports continue to remain a cause for concern, especially as they've declined for two years in a row, in 2020 and 2021. In auctions, sale 15 took place across all three centres of Kolkata, Gohati and Siliguri in North India. 65% of teas on offer was sold. Darjeeling hasn't fully entered the auction and only a small volume of first flush was on offer. And of 20 towns of Darjeeling, only 14 were sold, mostly old-season teas. Exporters have not yet started picking up any first flush of Darjeeling. But Kolkata saw good demand for Orthodox tea and Middle East was active. In the south, Kochi auctions were closed for Easter, but Kunur saw a good uptake of both Orthodox leaf and CTC leaf. Major blenders and exporters were active for CTC leaf. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate, smartphone-controlled device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, T-Biz travels to London to discuss with founder Jane Pettigrew the remarkable evolution of the UK Tea Academy into an innovative global tea educational resource during the chaos of COVID-19. The United Kingdom Tea Academy is recognized as a world authority for online tea education. Staffed by professional tutors, the Academy offers courses from beginner to advanced. I sit down with the Director of Studies, Jane Pettigrew, who is a leading author and speaker on tea, along with Saranga Pereira, the Chief Instructor of the Salon Tea Program, who counts over 20 years experience in tea and is the former CEO of Salon Tea Brokers PLC. Can you explain the essential role that is performed by the UKTA in the growth and expansion of speciality tea? I think that what we're doing is actually raising awareness amongst consumers of the possibilities of drinking better tea and also helping food service employees to deliver better tea and to know more about the sort of tea we're hoping they will serve. There's an awful lot of people in the 
um, amongst the general public, but also working in restaurants and hotels and tea lounges, coffee bars, etc., who really don't ever stop to think about tea as a suitable offering for what they're doing. And so I'm afraid tea's always been treated as a bit of a, a lost leader, a, a, a second cousin twice removed. It's never really featured in a lot of people's uh, minds. And our aim is to raise people's awareness to the fact that there is so much more than paper tea bags. Speciality tea is growing. More and more tea houses are being established. Who are the courses that you offer aimed at and how do you deliver these courses? So the people we aim at are specifically food uh, food and beverage uh, operators. Uh, but of course, we are also found online by people who just love tea. Probably about 15 years ago, shortly after the new millennium, uh, up to about 2005, Things really started to change. China opened up, so people began drinking more China tea again. A lot of completely, un, I would say, non-tea people came into the tea business, and that had never really happened before. The sort of people working in tea had been in tea for a very long time. And I think a lot of new people came into tea from just a completely different direction, either from doing a business degree or because they'd travelled and they'd come across Chinese, Taiwanese, Japanese teas that they couldn't get here. And um, some of those people opened tea businesses so that they would make those teas available. But then, of course, they had to get those out to the general public. And as more people learned about teas and as restaurants and uh, hotel lounges, etc., started serving more teas, they all realised that they actually didn't know very much about tea. So we tried to be at least one step ahead and um, particularly with food service operations, actually give them an insight into the different categories of tea which they'd never heard about, help them to understand them, help them to brew them properly, help them to answer um, clients' questions about caffeine, about why tea is good for us, about the different flavours. I mean, there is just so much to know, which obviously raises the profile of a really good restaurant or tea lounge or even coffee bar. In the past, we were classroom-based here in London, which meant that people flew in to find us and sit with us in the classroom. But now, because of COVID, we had to reinvent ourselves to a completely online business. And actually, there have been a lot of advantages of actually doing that. We, of course, now can reach people absolutely anywhere in the world. Uh, we got, try to gear our courses to different time zones, because if, we, if we're teaching in Asia, they're eight hours ahead. And if we're teaching in West Coast America, we're eight hours behind. And so we have to try and find times that suit the different markets, which seems to be working really well. And we, instead of teaching for a whole day now we actually teach three hour chunks or less and the three hours absolutely flies by Um, and of course quite a lot of our courses include brewing together discussing flavor and aroma profiles together learning to talk about tea make tea sound exciting there's just so much to this that people get gradually very drawn in and once they start with us they tend to go through the different levels you sort of mentioned that it's the global course. How does someone sitting, let's say, um, let's say they're in they're in Australia or, or New Zealand, how does someone you know receive those samples? Could you take us a bit through that process as well? Yes, of course. We do a, a 
sort of foundation level, what we call tea champion, practical and sensory. And we don't have so many teas going out for that. For our tea sommelier class, which is the second level up, we actually send out something like 107 teas. And we're not always drinking all of those. We add things in for little quizzes like dry leaf recognition, blind tastings. We try to do as much as we used to do in the classroom. But of course, we have to plan ahead and we have to allow a good month to get teas out to, and not just far off places, but actually into Europe, which has since Brexit been a bit of a problem. So then we send them the recording of a class or an event, and they can listen along on their own and brew the teas in their own time. We have a brilliant team now who are constantly packing teas for the next course. And then the students will keep in touch with us to let us know whether or not they've received the teas. So with good planning, with you know military precision, we can actually do this. By the sounds of it, although although COVID has had a massive negative impact around the world for your organization, for the UKTA, it, it's actually allowed you to reinvent yourself and actually have a much wider scope, hasn't it? It's been amazing, um, Dan, because when we were teaching in class, particularly with the more advanced class, it was very, very intensive. You know, we went through lots of material in four days, maybe with a day off in the middle. But we had to do it like that because people were flying in specially and they couldn't keep coming back for the classes. And they did well, but I think it was an awful lot of material for them to take in and less time for revision, etc., and quizzes and games. So now that we're teaching online, we can actually spread the classes out over four weeks, six weeks, weekends, whatever we want to do. And so there's a longer gap between each module. The students are now brewing the teas themselves, which they never did in the classroom. And that means that they actually build up a much, much more um, close personal relationship with the teas and they have enough tea to brew more than once. So they're actually getting a lot more, I think, that we could never have delivered in the classroom. And I've been running quite a lot of exams. I do all these sommelier exams individually online talking for about three hours and the results that we've been getting since we were teaching online have been absolutely phenomenal you know some people are absolutely word perfect and that's I think because they've had more time and they've just had time to build up their not just their understanding but their passion for tea and it's not hard to develop a passion for tea everybody gets caught up in the whole thing and gets very excited. The UKTA is in the process of relaunching the Salon Tea Diploma section can you explain what the new course entails? So as Jane said, the main objective is to bridge that gap between the consumer and the producer. So we have created a very, very exciting uh, masterclass for Ceylon. We have got some very exciting teas and gone into great depth in doing so. It's roughly about 10 hours long, the whole uh, masterclass, but we have broken that into four segments. So the first uh, session, per se, will will be a one-hour-long session during which time we will be tasting one or two teas uh, just to break the ice and get people you know, moving. So we'll be talking about the um, history, the Ceylon teas, then um, the uh, current overview, uh, the production, and so on and so forth, and also about the certifications, uh, Lion logo in particular, and then ozone-friendly teas, uh, which Ceylon are, then about the employment that uh, Ceylon tea um, provides and the auction system. And the second session will be three hours long. And we will, on this, uh, cover the high-grown segment. There are some teas uh, which we are tasting that kind of flavor for the first time. Uh, just to give you a synopsis of, say, we are, um, we are featuring Matakale Golden Curls, which is a Japanese clone, which is 
extremely, extremely flavorful, completely different, nothing like that has been tested by myself and most others who have tested it and tried it out. And during this uh, session, we'll be tasting roughly about eight teas and about two teas to be tested um, at home. And the third session will be three hours long again. Uh, it'll be on low grounds and we will cover Sabaragamo, Gol, Deniaya, Matsudama sub-districts and uh, very special teas. Having been a broker for 21 odd years, um, these, these factories work with them very, very closely and um, personally tasted these teas and picked the best at the time because these, these teas are changing, changing due to weather, changing um, uh, due to various reasons. So we need to pick the right teas for the current season. We want to make it, make it as, as, um, as current as possible and, uh, and as fresh as possible. So it's a dynamic um, uh, uh, masterclass. Again, we are tasting about eight uh, teas here. Two will be tasted at home uh, by, by our audience. Um, and the fourth and the last uh, session will be three hours long again about specialty teas. So some of these teas are amazing teas which were not freely available in the uh, Ceylon per se. And, and we are seeing a lot of factories now getting into manufacture of this uh, specialty segment, specialty teas, out of which we have picked up uh, the best that is, that, that is available. Some of these factories are so, so exciting so authentic, so organic. During these sessions, some of the factories live, uh, the factory, um, in fact, so that the audience can see production live and get them talking with these um, uh, factories and owners and managers for to understand more. So basically, bridging the gap to the best of our ability is, uh, is what we are trying to do uh, with this masterclass. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.